0: Okay, now you've watched the movie. Have you ever watched the cartoon? The cartoon, the like the thirty-minute cartoon. Okay, well that's the story that we're gonna read. Okay, so the the pictures will be from the book. Will be actually on the screen, so you can listen and and you can look at the uh, and watch. Thank you very much. Okay, are you ready? Here we go. Every who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. The Grinch hated Christmas, the whole Christmas season. Now, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be, perhaps, that his shoes were too tight. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. "'But whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, "'he stood there on Christmas Eve hating the Who's, "'staring down from his cave with a sour, grinchy frown as the "'at the warm-lighted windows below in their town. "'For he knew every Who down in Whoville beneath "'was busy now hanging a mistletoe wreath. "'And they're hanging their stockings,' he snarled with a sneer. "'Tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically here.' And then he growled with his Grinch fingers, nervously drumming, I must find a way to stop Christmas from coming. For tomorrow he knew all the Who girls and boys would wake up bright er, bright and early and they'd rush for their toys. And then, oh, the noise, oh, the noise, 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 noise. That's one thing he hated, the noise, noise, noise. Then the Who's, young and old, would sit down to a feast. And they'd feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, 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 feast. They would feast on who pudding, and rare who roast beast, which was something the Grinch couldn't stand in the least. And then they'd do something he liked least of all. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small would stand close together with Christmas bells ringing, and they'd stand hand in hand. And the who's would start singing, and they'd sing, and they'd sing, and they'd sing, 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 sing. And the more the Grinch thought of this who Christmas sing, the more the Grinch thought, I must stop this whole thing. Why, for 53 years I've put up with it now, I must stop Christmas from coming. But how? And then he got an awful idea, an awful idea. The Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea. I know just what to do. The Grinch laughed in his throat, and he made a quick Santa Claus hat and a coat. And he chuckled and chuckled with a, what a great Grinchy trick. With his coat and his hat, I look just like St. Nick. And all I need is a reindeer. And the Grinch looked around. But since reindeer are scarce and none to be found, did that stop the old Grinch? No, the Grinch simply said, if I can't find a reindeer, then I'll make one instead. So he called his dog Max. And he took some red thread and he tied a big horn on the top of his head. And then he loaded some bags and some old empty sacks on a ramshackled sleigh. And he hitched up old Max. And the Grinch said, Giddy up! And the sleigh started down toward the homes where the Hoos lay a snooze in their town. All their windows were dark. Quiet snow filled the air. All the who's were all dreaming sweet dreams without care. When he came to the first little house on the square... This is stop number one, the old Grinchy Claws hissed, and he climbed to the roof, empty bags in his fist. Then he slid down the chimney, a rather tight pinch, but if Santa could do it, then so could the Grinch. And he got stuck only once for a moment or two, and he stuck his head out of the fireplace flue. Where the little hoose stockings all hung in a row, these stockings, he grinned, are the first things to go. Then he slithered and he slunk with a smile most unpleasant around the whole room and he took every present, pop guns and bicycles and roller skates and drums, checkerboards, tricycles, popcorns and plums, and he stuffed them in bags. Then the Grinch very nimbly stuffed all the bags one by one up the chimbley. Then he slunk to the ice box. Who took the roast whose feast? He took the who pudding. He took the roast beast. He cleaned out that ice box as quick as a flash. Why that Grinch even took their last can of who hash. Then he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the Grinch, I'll stuff up the tree. And he grabbed the tree. The Grinch grabbed the tree and he started to shove. "'When he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove, "'and he turned around fast, and he saw a small hoo, "'little Cindy Lou Who, who was not more than two. "'The Grinch had been caught by this tiny who daughter "'who'd got out of bed for a cup of cold water. "'She stared at the Grinch and said, Santa Claus, why?' Why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why? But, you know, that old Grinch was so smart and so slick. He thought up a lie. He thought it up quick. Why, my sweet little tot, the fake Santa Claus lied. There's a light on this tree that won't light on one side. So I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there and I'll bring it back here. And his fib fooled the child. Then he patted her head and he got her a drink and he sent her to bed. And when Cindy Lou Who went to bed with her cup, he went to the chimney and he stuffed the tree up. Then the last thing he took was the log for their fire. Then he went up the chimney, himself the old liar. On their walls he left nothing but hooks and some wire. And one speck of food that he left in the house was a, clump, was a crumb that was even too small for a mouse." That he did the same thing to the other who houses, leaving crumbs much too small for the other who mouses. It was a quarter past dawn, all the who's still abed. all the who's still a snooze. When he packed up his sled, he picked up their presents, the ribbons, the wrappings, the tags, and the tinsels, the trimmings, the trappings. Three thousand feet up, up the side of Mount Crumpet, he rode with his load to the tip, tip top to dump it. "'Poo-hoo to the who's.' "'He was grinchly-ishly humming. "'They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. "'They're just waking up. "'I know just what they'll do. "'Their mouths will hang open in a moment or two "'when the Hoos down in Whoville will all cry, boo-hoo. "'That's a noise, grinned the grinch, that I simply must hear.' "'So he paused, and the grinch put his hand to his ear.' And he started, and it started in low, and then it started to grow, but the sad sound wasn't sad. Why, this sound wasn't mar- the sound was Mary. It couldn't be so, but it was Mary, very. He stared down at Whoville. The Grinch's eyes popped out, and then he shook when he saw, and what he saw was a shocking surprise. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presents at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or another, it came just the same. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet, ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled three hours till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. And the minute his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light. And he brought back the toys and the food for the feast. And he, he himself, the Grinch, carved the roast beast. Wow. You guys have heard that story before, haven't you? That's okay. Now, now listen. Let me, let's talk about what this means. Now, wait just a second. Do you? Good. Awesome. Um. Just to leave it there. It's okay. Okay. Um, wow, you guys are a tougher crowd than Sunday morning. <laughs> um, so, this, so this, the Grinch, what did the Grinch do? The Grinch thought that if he went and he stole all of their stuff, all of the presents and all of the ribbons and all of their Christmas trees and lights and their who-hash... He thought that he could stop Christmas, didn't he? But what he found out, remember what he thought? He thought after, he, after they started singing, they weren't, they weren't disappointed that they didn't have all their presents and have all their toys, were they? They started singing, and they started, because he didn't like the noise, did he? And so they started singing and started celebrating Christmas. And so what did he think? Remember he thought for three hours until his thinker was sore? And you remember what he thought? He thought, well, maybe Christmas is more than all of those gifts and all those presents and stuff. remember he thought that maybe there's more to Christmas than that. And Christmas is the day that we celebrate whose birth. It's the day that we celebrate Jesus' birth. And so what we can learn from the Grinch is that Christmas is, is a lot more, means a lot more than just presents and toys and Christmas trees, that Christmas is the day that we celebrate God's love for us, that God loved us so much that he sent his son to die for us so that we could know God. So Christmas is the day that we celebrate the birth of Jesus. So it is a whole lot more than just presents and toys. And so I know that you all enjoy Presents and toys and Christmas trees and and Santa, and you enjoy all those things. But just remember that Christmas is even more than those things, okay? So, why don't you, can you guys all turn back around and can you go back to where your parents are? Maybe the parents again could kind of help find your moms and dads. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch
1: are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Green. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel.
0: So the kids learned that maybe Christmas means a little bit more. I hope that all of us understand that Christmas means a little bit more than just the presents and the trees. Another thing that I think that we can learn from the Grinch is you remember when all of the, all of the people down in Whoville, even though they'd lost all of their stuff and someone had stole it, Christmas morning, what did they do? Christmas morning, they still got up and they still sang their Who songs and their Christmas songs and they got together and they held hands and they still celebrated Christmas, didn't they? And the thing I think that we as parents and adults can learn is that even though sometimes there's things that happen in our lives that can steal our joy, there are grinches that can come into our lives and they can take that joy from us we can still learn, like the Apostle Paul, who wrote to one of the churches in the New Testament, he said, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. In other words, he had learned the lesson of the who's, that he had learned that even when life steals things away from us, situations and circumstances steal, potentially, joy away from us. Maybe it's this is the first Christmas season that we celebrate a Christmas without a loved one. And that has the potential to steal our joy. Maybe it's the, it's uh, we've got situations at work or situations in our home or problems in our marriage or career issues. Or maybe we spent too much money at Christmas time and there's too much on our credit cards or whatever those things that could potentially steal our joy. We need to learn the lesson of the who's, the lesson of Paul who said, I've learned to be content, whatever the circumstances, and learned that no matter what happens in this life, that when we know Christ personally, that we can have joy. And so this morning, or this evening, this afternoon, I want all of us to really think about the joy that can be ours through Jesus Christ. And as we kind of enter into a time when we uh, just conclude with a lighting of the Christmas candle, the Christmas candles that remind us that Christ has come into this world, and that he is the light of the world, the light in darkness, and that we can pass that light to others. Let me just make one last application, into the, it's this. Do you remember the problem that the Grinch had? Was the problem that his head was screwed on too tight? Was the problem that his shoes were too tight? What was his problem? His heart was two sizes too small. You see, the problem the Grinch had was a heart problem, and it's the same problem that we have that keeps us from experiencing Christmas. I remember when uh, before I had children, I I love kids. I uh, I was a youth pastor. I loved to hang out with with kids, young and old, and and it was great to experience kids. But then when I had my own, and when Jacob and Caleb came along, there was something different then. And in the same way, Christmas is different. Christmas is fun, and it's, it's fun to celebrate and give presents and get presents and to come to a place like this and, and, and celebrate and do those things. But if we've got a heart problem, if Jesus hasn't fixed our heart, then we can't really experience the full effect of Christmas. And so this, this evening, I just want to tell you how you can experience Christmas fully. And that is to know Jesus Christ personally, the reason for Christmas. And we do that by, it's as easy as ABC. We admit that uh, we need a Savior. That's why Jesus came. We admit that we're sinners. The Bible says if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. B, we believe Jesus. We believe that Christ came as a sacrifice for us. And then C, we confess. We confess Jesus is Lord of our lives. And tonight, if you have not accepted that gift of Christmas, if you have a heart problem because you've never done that, I want to pray, pray with us just before we go into the next part of our service or the conclusion where we light candles and we sing together. And so let, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for what Christmas really means. And it is more than presents and toys and those things and all those are great things but father we thank you that it's really about your son coming and father despite the circumstances or the things that would steal our joy father help us to learn the lessons of the who's that we can have joy despite those things despite those circumstances that would would come into our lives that would steal our joy potentially and father then finally I pray that you would help us to if our heart is two sizes too small like the Grinches, that as we understand really what Christmas is all about, and we admit that, Father, we need a Savior, we, we, uh, we have sin in our lives, that we believe that your Son came to die for our sins, we confess Him as Lord as we do those things, Father, even in this service. God, that our heart can grow three sizes, and Father, we can experience what Christmas is really all about. Thank you, Father, for a chance to be in this place tonight to celebrate Christmas, to be with our families and be with children and to watch them and to celebrate with them. And now, Father, we thank you for your Son. We thank you for the real meaning of Christmas, which is Jesus Christ. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Everybody, you got a candle as you came in. And in just a moment, we're going to light our candles as we sing the song Silent Night. Just again, reminds us of the of the, uh, and as our musicians come, reminds us of the the light of Christ who is the light of the world. And as I uh, light the first candle, the ushers are going to come down in just a minute. And as they come down, they're going to help us light all of our candles so if our ushers could come on down. And just would encourage you, if your candle is lit and you're the one lighting your candle, make sure you leave the candle that's lit this way otherwise you kind of drip wax all over yourself so if we can do that and let's sing silent night as we light our candles together tonight and if you'll wait to raise your candle until uh we on the stage raise ours in the last verse let's worship our lord together Now as we leave, we're going to sing a couple of verses of uh, joy to the world, and before we do that, let's pray. Father, thank you for this chance to be here together to celebrate the birth of your Son. Father, we thank you that as we leave here that we can experience joy that surpasses anything that this world has to offer, and Father, help us to go out of here uh, like the Grinch, having our heart grown three sizes this Christmas as we celebrate what Uh, A difference it makes to know Christ in our lives. Father, thank you. And now may we celebrate the joy of knowing you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. CHRISTMAS.